It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. Jerry's doing some sort of Little League situation with his boys. Little League situation. Now, I did see, we know uh, Daniel Jones had some sort of neck injury yesterday. He does, when you see his photograph, he has a long neck. Long? See, yeah, I always long. thought thick neck. Long and thick. Long, oh. <laughs> long, thick neck. Mm-hmm. Just a strong neck. He's just a big, strong man. So I feel like you're going to injure his neck. Yeah, he's really, gonna, it's yeah. going to take uh, something. Other, But I also think sometimes maybe his neck is more exposed than others because it's so long so and long. thick. Gotcha. Yeah. There's it's, more surface area yeah. to grab hold of. Correct. More surface area to well, grab. Well, listen, weeks after week or week after week of, you know, defensive linemen basically bear hugging you and laying on top of you and knocking you down. Yeah. Man can only be so strong and resilient, right? That's why I don't like to see him on designed runs. Because like, this guy's getting hit enough. I know. Just trying yeah. to throw even, a football. Right. And on some of those runs, sometimes he'll even like seek out contact. Yeah. Or not avoid it by sliding or going out of bounds. Yes. Yeah. Zach yeah. Wilson did that a few times yesterday as well. That one uh, yesterday looked like where he had fumbled, but he, I guess he was down already. Even the, uh, the the announcers are like, oh, I think he's injured. Because his, his head did yeah. smack into that uh, Well, Daniel turf. Jones had that last week, and they never pulled him out to check him. Yeah. We, we saw it, uh, uh, was it last week? Maybe it was two weeks ago, where he got tackled and the head banged the turf. And they have the spotter there and never never called to check him. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, when, when it happened to Zach Wilson yesterday, when he got hit, he went down, he looked a little dazed, and he quickly thought, oh, I can't look this way because they're going to well, take no, me out of the exactly game. That's exactly why the spotter's there, just supposed so that these guys don't, you know, they basically take the decision away and force them to go and get checked out. Yeah. So they don't try and play through the head injury. Like Jamal Adams in the Giant Seahawks game, then he's screaming at that independent neurologist right. on the sideline. Guys, just doing his job, man. Correct. I get it. He's a, he's, he's finally back. Had missed all that time, and he's like he barely he didn't even get through a quarter. So I understand his frustration, but you know, take it out on someone else. So the Jets did yesterday what we were all expecting them to do, the right? Jets are who we thought they were, I guess. So yeah, of. I mean that we always said, or the or the the people around here, the callers, the host, ground and pound, make Zach make a couple throws. Yeah. And that's and it then was, we win with defense and the ground and pound. It situation. was the right opponent for it. It was. I mean, the Broncos in the prior three games had given up like 650 yards on the ground. Now, granted, oh, was that right? 350 was in that 70 to 20 loss to the uh, Dolphins. But even so, yeah, buck 50 each in the other two games. I mean, that's it was there for the taking. So at least credit the Jets; they had the right game plan and they executed it on offense. Yep. Brees Hall, 177 yards. Uh, 150 of the, uh, the Jets' yards uh, came in the final 30 minutes of that game. And him coming out early in the second half and ripping that 72-yarder where, I mean, he looked like he was just on cruise control yeah. and no one had a chance to run him down. That so was nice. They opened up some big holes for him yesterday. He was untouched on that play and good to see him go back to Denver. He had a long run, touchdown run there last year before he tore the ACL. So 
good to see him go back. They talked this week about how, hey, there's no more pitch count. I was like, ah, let me actually see you. Well, put your money where your mouth is, and they did because he had how many? I think twenty plus carries yesterday. Or twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. You said. Yeah. And what did you think of um, Zach Wilson's performance? I thought it was. Here's how I said it on SNY last night. I thought it was forgettable, and I thought that was a good thing for yesterday's game. Outside of the end of first half debacle, which I don't know whether I'm going to lay that at his. I mean, he's the quarterback. I mean, he's ultimately responsible for getting that ball snapped. So I don't know if that was a communication thing on the sideline. The fact that they – now he did on the the prior play make the decision to complete a ball that was – the guy was probably going to get taken down in bound, which, bounds, which he did. But they still had enough time, I thought, to get to the line and get that ball snapped. And just he just seemed like there was no – the clock was not running in his head, you know? Well, I, I noticed that too, like with the Jets' offensive linemen too. They didn't seem at all None that of much them did. of a there rush was no sense of to urgency. get to the line. Yeah, either. I don't know. And Garrett Wilson was – you saw him at the top of the screen when they didn't get – he was just <laughs> losing his mind. So thankfully for them, that doesn't come back to bite them because we would right. 100% be just killing them for that this morning. Outside of that, I, I thought he played a – it was a controlled, smart game. Like, you know, he had the pick on the – I. I don't even fault him that much for that. It's a third down. He didn't throw the ball over the middle of the field into traffic. You know, I thought he found the right. It's Garrett Wilson one-on-one, top of the screen. You could say, hey, it should have been to the back shoulder. He made some nice back shoulder throws against the Chiefs last week. The ball placement wasn't great, but Garrett Wilson still had the inside and got his hands on it, and it kind of basically just found its way into the defensive back's hands. I didn't think it was a great play. Was it Patrick Sertan, I think? Yeah. Um, So outside of that... On the on that same drive prior to the pick, the third down where he scanned the field from left to right and found Tyler Conklin, and then you know carried tacklers all the way down the field. They didn't ask him to do a ton, but I thought when he had to make a throw outside of that last throw on the interception, I thought he did. It was solid. Their red zone is still they're just kicking field goals. Yes, they the the lack of aggressiveness, and I to me that comes down to the coaching staff and what they maybe they don't fully trust him yet, which I understand. Yet on that last drive. They twice on third down when they could have just, especially the second one when he threw the pick, they could have just handed off and kicked the field goal. They gave him a chance to throw the ball. It backfired, you know. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. He also seems, uh, I think callers brought this up over the weeks. Like when you look at Zach Wilson, that first game he comes in against Buffalo, he wasn't going into that game expecting to play. So it was like he was thrown into it and he did well. Mm -hmm. Then when they get into like these two-minute offenses, he seems to do well, where it's like not a lot of thinking. Right. Just for just play. Yeah, it's like, I like to see more of that yeah. action. Well, we saw some of that, I thought, against the Chiefs. I never expected it was going to be, okay, hey, he's going to do the same thing. I don't think that was necessary in this game, especially with the way that they ran the football. Like, against Kansas City, they're down 17 nothing before you blink an eye, and they basically had to throw the run game to the side, and he ended up with 39 attempts. I never figured that was going to be the case in this game, that they were going to, hey, the Broncos are terrible against the run, we're going to stick with that. Offensive line did a good job, even though they've got injuries again. The Elijah Vera Tucker thing doesn't sound good. 
Robert Sala was kind of uh, ominous about that after the game. Makai Becton was in and out of the game. I don't know if that was just a you know Denver high-altitude exhaustion thing. Joe Tipman, I think, got hurt on the last play, but it sounded like he was okay. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. They If they lose AVT for the season, that's that's significant. But we got to wait and see on that. He's got to do testing today. Yes, testing. MRI. More testing. A battery of tests. Yeah. He's going to send them Princeton Longevity yeah. Center. Just put them in that tube. Because they said, everything. They said calf. And then they asked about, they asked Salah, well, is it maybe the Achilles? And he's like, well, we'll just have to wait and see what the MRI says. So that that did not sound good. I also thought it was interesting when uh, Bryce Hall picked up the fumble. The Jets, I mean, Brees Hall, Bryce Hall, Bryce Huff, the two Michael Carters. It's very confusing. Quincy and Quinnen Williams. <laughs> you really got to be on top of your names when, you, when you're paying attention to yeah. the Jets. So yeah. Bryce Hall picks up that fumble near the end of the game. It was funny. It looked like he wasn't sure if he was supposed to score or not. I was screaming at the TV, go down, go down. Now, listen, the odds of the Broncos scoring 10 points in 29 seconds, very slim. But if he goes down, the game's over. Yeah, he looked like, you know, he goes, and right before he gets to the yeah, goal he's line, like, he's like, uh, am I supposed to right. score? Am yeah, I supposed yeah. to go down? yeah. yeah. You got to go it's, in and score there. I, you don't have to. I would. Especially since, like, I can understand if it was Quincy Williams. It's like, hey, that's my sack, my fumble. Now I'm going to score. Like, you know, Bryce Hall just happened to pick it up before it went out of bounds. It's like, okay, good for you. But I feel like that wasn't a thing in the 1980s or like in the boomer era. Going down to end the game. Yeah. Like, I clock, think guys math, just wanted clock to. Management. Yeah, math yeah. and clock management. Well, clock management is clearly a thing, but doing the math on. No, no one. The, well, it's just we a, the scoring. Broncos had I one timeout left. So, you know, you take a knee on first down, they call their timeout, take a knee on second down, game over. That's it. It's over. Like Mahomes going down last week, last Sunday yeah. night, just before the end zone, killing everybody that bet on the Chiefs. But he ended the game. So it's fine. He got his touchdown and nothing disastrous happened. That ball but did like, bounce nice. Think about it, though. And, and this is extreme, but I mean, stranger things have happened. Okay, he scores. Now the Jet defense has got to go back out on the field. Like, what if someone got seriously hurt? You know, like, is it was it really worth that touchdown just to pat yourself on the back? And yes. I understand he's probably not processing all that in real time. Well, you got to pick it up and run. I guess. Yeah. I also like that the Jets defense, and this is maybe because they they're not as trusting on their offense. When they're forcing fumbles, they're trying to pick it up and run with it. The Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau, jumped on that fumble. There was no one around them. He just stayed down on the ground like, <laughs> I'm going to do my part and just baby, sit on this ball. Baby steps for the Giants yeah. on defense. I was like, we're just, happy to, we're just happy to get the ball back. I guess. Right? Yeah. They did score on defense, run. not on a fumble. But right. Yeah. The Jet, yeah, they don't the score Jet Bronco offense. game was like, littered with mistakes and sloppiness and yes. fumbles. It was just an ugly. I figured it was going to be an ugly game. And well, it was, already, but they won, so it doesn't matter. Right. The, the, the Jets' ugliness didn't come back to hurt them. For a change. And now they I thought go. for sure it was going to. I'm like, before the, the strip sack, I was like, oh, this has overtime written all over it. Or um, when they went for two, yes. I was like, oh, Jet History says this one's this one's getting converted. And it didn't, but then but flag, another chance. Okay. And I thought the whistle went against them again yesterday on both sides of the ball, or the lack of whistle. First drive of the game, did you see, they basically, guy basically, you know, bear clawed Zach Wilson by the, oh, yeah. by the mask. Ah, no flag. No flag. I mean... It's two over two seasons since the Jets last had a roughing the passer call go there. Think about that. Think about how quick they are to throw. Think about some of the awful roughing the passer calls we've seen where we're like, just put flags on these guys. This is ridiculous. This is in football. They can, they don't have one. 
That yeah, is ridiculous. And normally, if there's anything involving that's the face what I mean. Mask yeah, it was it wasn't even quarterback. debatable or questionable. Yeah. He got him up high, and it was actually a tug. No, no flag. But he's got to hop up and do that. Come on, signal man. that says I was the face way they mask. watch these quarterbacks and the stuff that does get called. That was a bad miss. I got to be fair. It's a bad job by them. Yeah. Let's take a break here, CeeLo. When we come back, let's go around the NFL with Love some it. other uh, other. How things many cool games did you guys have this week? We had uh, Eagles, Rams. We called the cool games. I just needed a number, but okay. Oh, Eagles, I, Rams. All right. Uh, Cowboys, Niners. Sure. I think there was only one other one. I think there were only three cool games. Yeah. Or maybe even only maybe just those two. Wasn't a great card this week. It was not. No. And I've noticed what the NFL is doing now. I'm on to oh, them. Oh, you're on to them. Okay. Yeah. The one o'clock slate is these are all our loser teams. <laughs> you're on to I mean, isn't that always the way it's no, usually I don't, been? I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just catching on to this. Loser matchups. Loser matchups, right? yeah. yeah. The late afternoon window is usually the... And Why? then you've got the primetime games, obviously. Because there's less of them in the late I afternoon. I want the one o'clock. The national window. I want quality one o'clock games I and I'm not winners and I'm Sorry. not getting them anymore because mm. 425 is past your bedtime <laughs> it interferes with my life come on it does you just admitted you're not even retaining it anyway so why bother watching you come in in the morning Monday morning you watch your condensed game and actually you go last night on uh, YouTube the 15 minute highlight package <laughs> that was on that was up on YouTube Instant. within 15 minutes after the yeah. Jet game. So just enjoy your Sunday. Don't even watch. And then you can catch the, uh, you can cut out all the commercials. couple but ads I want to watch. I and I don't want to be put to sleep at the 1 o'clock games. Mm-hmm. The NFL is taking away our Sundays and making them Sunday nights instead. Need to build a little bit. Yeah, well, then you get to the Sunday night game and it's a 32-point blowout. Yeah. See ya. So, so, what do we got tonight? Raiders. Raiders Packers. Packers. In, I believe that's in Vegas. Were there I mean, teams Packers on bye weeks already this week? Yes. This was the first week of byes. I was going to yeah. say, I don't recall the Early Buccaneers buy. playing. They did not. They were on bye. Hmm. Todd right. Bowles has got them Bucks 3-1. and one Yeah. Into the bye week. Well, I think they played Detroit after, though. Mm. How about that? And they're going to be wearing their creamsicle uniforms on their oh, return. Hell yeah. Love it. Going to serve Detroit a loss. All right, uh, Boomer and Geo at six.